0: When my children were born, my wife chose to use a hospital not the one that is the most local and most convenient to where we live. She chose a different hospital, and at least part of the reason for that was that the local hospital in question is a Catholic hospital with apparently crucifixes and religious uh, imagery all over the place. My wife felt uncomfortable being in a room, a patient room, for hours, for days, with that type of those types of things on the walls. How can she daven, she asked me. So, recently, today, actually, I was looking into this question further, because the, the root of this issue actually comes from a midrash brought by Rashi on this week's Parsha. When when, when Paro asked Moshe to please get rid of the plague of hail, the, the, the last plague in the Parsha, the, the number seven of the ten plagues, Moshe says, okay, Moshe said, When I exit the city, I will pray. I will spread out my hands in supplication to Hashem. The, the noise, the thunder will stop. Then the hail will cease. L'man Teda, in order that you shall know, that Hashem is the master of the universe. So the Midrash says, various versions of the Midrash. Why did Moshe emphasize Kitsesiya Sayer? Mikan, the Midrash says, Mikan, Moshe did not want, Shelohaya Moshe Chafeitz, lispal Batok Mitzrayim. He did not want to daven inside Mitzrayim. It was soiled, full of idolatry and abominable things. Therefore, he would not daven inside, he did not want to daven inside Mitzrayim. <coughs> this midrash is actually a primary source for the poskim, for the discomfort the halacha has with praying in the presence of idols, in the presence of religious icons, symbols of other religions. And as we'll see, we'll, we'll study tonight a number of chuvas, several chuvas dealing with this prohibition or this Maybe not a strict prohibition, but this, uh, th- this idea that it's preferable not to daven in the presence of idols. Whether, whether a crucifix is something that's really called an idol, that's something we've discussed in the past. They don't actually worship the crucifix, most of them. They use it as a symbol of their devotion. So that, that's actually something which we won't be getting into in so much detail tonight in the, in the pure theological question of whether a crucifix itself is, is classified as a vodah but we'll discuss the general attitudes of the poskim, some of whom do seem to have been referring to crucifixes, to prayer in rooms that have religious icons, idols, or, or other types of uh, religious objects or illustrations that are not from our religion. Several Jewists, as I said, discussed this question of praying in the proximity of, of idols. And as I said, the, 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 this Midrash is at the, the source of, is at the root of this whole discussion. The, the most important of the tshuvas is a chuva of the Trumas Hadashin. Trumas Hadashin is one of the pillars of Ashkenazi Kalacha. Much of the much of the Rama is based on Trumas Hadashin. The 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 the, the, the 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 Beis Yosef himself quotes Trumas Hadashin frequently, although the Shulchan Aruch is not as heavily based on on Trumas Hadashin as Ramah is. Trumas Hadeshin was a late 14th and early, and he, he basically worked uh, in the first half of the 15th century and is, is the last of the, basically the last of the great Rishonim of Ashkenaz, and the foundation of much, much of modern Ashkenazic halacha. And he's, of course, dealing with Christians. She'ela, Mishu baderach. someone is traveling on a road, and it's evening, it's time for Mincha, he's near a lodging place, but the lodging place is in a non-Jewish city, a city whose inhabitants are all non-Jews. He can get there on time for milcha. What's better? Is it better to daven on the open road? Is it or is it better to wait till he gets to his lodging? If he daven's on the road, it's he'll be sitting down or standing up. A- apparently, it's uh, it's, it's a bit, so he apparently won't be able to sit. And well, we'll see. We'll, we'll we'll discuss we'll discuss what his options are. We'll discuss what his options are in the course of the tshuva. He says tshuva yireh. If you can find a quiet place to daven, where he won't be disturbed by passerby on the road, then you can certainly daven on, the, daven on the road, and it's better to daven on the road than davening at your lodgings in a, in a non-Jewish city. Why? Because in the city, there are many Gilulim, there are many of Zarahs and Batei tumayeshba, houses of impurity, presumably means churches, possibly houses of ill repute, he says, Virtually every non-Jewish house has some of these idols, he says, either drawn or engraved, carved on the wall. Sometimes other types of abomination, sometimes uh, graven images. He brings our Midrash. Moshe did not want to daven inside the Krah inside the metropolis of Egypt. Because it was full of idols. Demar and Shabbos. Demar and Shabbos relate to a similar idea. that would be Yeshua. He once had to hold some conversation with a matronisa. Some kind of Roman noblewoman. He took off his tefillin. And he gave them to his students. Before, before, his, before his meeting with her. He said. In, in other words in those days. The men. Certainly pious men. Wore tefillin all day. Not just during davening like we do. But he took, and, and even when they went around, even when they went around, when they went when they went about their, their their daily affairs, even if they weren't involved in religious activities, they would wear them. A shoemaker would wear his tefillin. The Vilnogon makes this point. They attribute to the Vilnogon. He strongly encouraged people to wear tefillin all day, and he said, even though it says you can't have schok and kalas rosh, you can't have sicha betela, you can't do things that are disrespectful to tefillin. Uh, it says it says you can't do schok and kalas rosh, you can't do sicha And So that doesn't mean anything that's not a religiously, a religiously uh, focused endeavor. That just means you can't do low and vulgar things with tefillin. It's perfectly, perfectly permissible to, to go about your daily work wearing tefillin. So the time of the Tanayim, they used to wear their tefillin all day, but when he, when he, when he spoke to the Matronisa, he took off his tefillin, and he told them that he explained that he did that, because divrei Kedusha, things like tefillin, holy things like tefillin, shouldn't go into a Tumah, shouldn't go into the the house of this Matronisa was considered a Tumah, says the Truma Sedeshan, it's inappropriate to Daven and we're in a non-Jewish city full of non-Jews, full of Havodazaris. You should not really be Davening there. So if the person has a place on the side of the road where he can Daven uh, quietly in an undisturbed way, it is better to Daven out of the road than to Daven in this non-Jewish city. Now Again, it's not entirely clear that it, whether the city is the problem. We'll discuss this in a little more detail later, or the individual houses with vodazaras were the problem. But we'll see. We'll see as, we'll, we'll see as, we'll see as we go on. We'll, 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 we'll see more about it. But he says to go into a non-Jewish city and go into your, your, your lodging in a non-Jewish city and daven there—that is not ideal because there's avodizara all over the place. Amnami says, birush If you cannot find a secure location on the road, that uh, you have to worry people are going to interrupt you. Uh, So on the one hand, it's it's much less than ideal now to daven on the road because you're supposed to daven in a place where you won't be disturbed. And on the other hand, he has some kind of quiet place in his lodging where he won't be disturbed. He can daven peacefully with Avodah Zarah, but he can daven at least peacefully without being disturbed in his hotel room. He has a quiet place where he can daven without being disturbed by the, by the residents of the of the house of the public house. But In this situation, it's actually preferable to wait till you get to the city and daven there, because the Imam perakamim bracha says Nicolas is He once entered a, a ruin. Uh, he he went off the beaten path to daven La But Derek, he didn't want to daven on the road. It's wrong to daven in a place where there's a concern that you'll be disturbed by the travelers. Even though the Gemara said you shouldn't go into a chorba, that uh, no, no, it's not a chorba is dangerous. there a reason not to go into a chorba, Still, he, he at least was would rather have gone into he would rather go into a chorba than daven on the road. Furthermore, the Truma says Haidna, all of our tfilos anyway are in cities that are full of toevos v'yilulim. Again. I don't know if he means individual houses are or the whole city is at least. But anyway, he says we have to be making on this, or we're, we're used to being lenient on this point because anyway, we don't have our own cities, our own places that are free. Anyway, our locales are full of Avodazara. So therefore, it's not so bad to daven where there's Avodazara around. So the Truman Deshens' psak is, on the one hand, if you have a, a quiet, ideal place to daven on the road, you get the best of both worlds. There's no Avodazara around and you won't be disturbed that's better than davening in a non-Jewish city, which is full of Avodah However, if you can't daven in a quiet and undisturbed way, then on the contrary, it's better to daven in the city, despite Avodah if you can daven in a peaceful and quiet way, than to daven on the road, where you'll be disturbed. So this, so apparently there is some concern with davening near Avodah Zara, and that's derived in part from the Midrash and our parsha, the Moshe left Mitzrayim. On the other hand, it's not, uh, it's not an absolute requirement, and if the alternative is to daven on the road, where you'll be disturbed, it's better to to not to to, to accept daven proximity than to daven on the road where you can't have kamatz. This truma sedeshen is codified by the Rama. I mentioned earlier the Rama, much of the Rama is based on truma sedeshen. The Raman Hilchas Tzvila codifies these guidelines of the truma sedeshen. Misha b'aderech and he's samach He's near his lodging. If he can daven on the road peacefully, he should do that rather than daven in a malon shalakum. However, if he can't, he says, if he, if he can't find a place to daven on the road without being disturbed, then it's better to daven on the Malone in a quiet place if there is one, even despite the presence of the avodah That's the psaq of the Trumet and the Ramah, the later post This is generally accepted. It is better to the extent that one can daven someplace where there is no avodah On the other hand, if the choice is that, avodah zara or davening someplace where you won't be able to have kavana because you'll be disturbed, better to daven someplace peacefully where you'll be able to have kavanah and, and, and to swallow davodizar than to avoid davodizar at the cost of davening in a place where you'll be disturbed by passerby. The chayadam adds an important, qualifi- important addition to this, an important qualification to this. He says you have to make sure not to bow when you bow during modim and salenu. You cannot bow toward davodizar. That's certainly a no-no. Furthermore, he said, and in general he says, if the if the Vodizaras are on the east wall of wherever you are, we in, in, in Europe and in the United States, we face east when we daven, supposed to face toward Eretz Yisrael. For us, that means roughly east, not exactly east, but generally east, The to say, if on the east side is where, unfortunately, the Avodah is, you should face a different side when you daven. And Mechav and Libo, connected to Yerushalayim, this is what the Gemara says, ideally a person should face Yerushalayim. If he can't, he doesn't know where Yerushalayim is, the Gemara says, Eretz Yisrael, then he davins wherever, and he's machaving libo. Says the this is considered a case where it's not practical, it's not appropriate to face east because that's where the that avodah zara is. Person should turn away and daven, and in his heart he should mechaving toward Yerushalayim. So again, ideally you shouldn't be in a room with avodah at all. If you, on the other hand, sometimes it's better than the alternative. Sometimes it, it's still better. It, Mikro din apparently you're allowed to. Still better than the alternative sometimes. And when you do, you should, certainly shouldn't bow in the direction of avodah zara and you sh- and and to, and you shouldn't face the avadazaro if that if it's possible to avoid it you shouldn't face the avadazaro as well Mr. brings these guidelines to the Hayadam <coughs> and this is fairly well accepted in the post there are there are several chuvos in the postgame of the last century or so who deal with hospitals the exact case I mentioned earlier they deal with what should a person do if he's in a hospital, he doesn't have uh, he doesn't have as much control as he would like. He's bedridden. Certainly, if a person is ambulatory, he can walk around. Certainly, if, if a person has uh, avodah zara in his room, he can leave the room and find someplace else where there's no avodah assuming that's possible. But if a person can't, the person is bedridden. Or all the rooms in the hospital have avodah so, 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 what what happens then? So, we'll do a couple of chuvas on this on this topic. One is by the Leiv or Rabbi Avram Weinfeld. The other is the Tshuva's Chelek Levi. I don't actually know who that's by, but the, we'll do it by Weinfeld's Tshuva first. I, I, I'm, a big, I, I, I'm a great uh, devotee of the Sefer Lev Avram. It's a fascinating work. We've done some of his Tshuvas in the past. He was a Rav in Munsi in the middle, second half of the last century. He was not as prominent a figure as people like Ramosha Feinstein or Joachim Kamenetsky, but he was a fascinating and original thinker. Hard to put in a box. He was, he, he, he was very frum and very traditional, but he was in some ways an idiosyncratic and uh, unpredictable thinker. This chuv is not particularly uh, creative or not particularly uh, unusual, but anyway, let's take a look at what he says. He discusses the hospital case. Mishalti, kam he says. I've been asked many times, l'inion beisachol a renu, a certain hospital that was near his city. Not sure which hospital he's referring to. We can probably figure it out. Those who know the Muncie area, the, the hospitals there. There was a certain hospital near his city. It was Malaya Tzlamim. Upsalim, atluim alakzalim. Full of, he probably means crucifixes. Tzalim in Yiddish and in, in, in the European uh, vernacular meant uh, Salem meant a crucifix. It's full of Tzlamim, Upsalim, atluim alakzalim, things hanging on the walls. Is it permitted to Davin in such a hospital or not? Tshuva. Here's the answer. It's a very straightforward tshuva. L'chor ha'yamashmah le'eser. Starting position is, you're not allowed to. Midrash. Midrash we've been discussing. Rashi brings it. Kitzesi, Moshe did not want to daven in a city, in, in Mitzrayim, in the city, which was full of idols. The, so that's mashmah. You cannot daven in a place where there's a vodizar. Says Rabbi Weinfeld. El Ms. ain rayim ikan. The truth is that we cannot prove that it's usher from this Midrash. On the contrary, if anything we can infer from the Midrash, that it's not strictly usher. The language of the Midrash was Moshe did not want to daven in Mitzrayim. The implication is that it's not strictly speaking prohibited. It was a preference Moshe had not to do that. It was up to him. Moshe's... uh, Moshe had a moral sensitivity not to want to Daven in there, but it wasn't strictly us or me, Kradin. Furthermore, he says, we have to say them that, that, that Moshe's conduct is not, is not an example of technical halacha here, he says, because, he says, if all he was doing was following the halacha, surely the halacha doesn't require that you leave the whole city, he says. Couldn't he have gone into his own house, or to the house of a Jew who didn't, who, who, that was free of avarizara. We do know that many of the Jews in Egypt worshipped avarizara. The, the, the Gemara tells us that when God chose to, re- to redeem the Jews from Egypt, Malachim objected. Midas didn't object.ed They said, "Halaloh of avarizara, of avarizara." Okay, Moshe's own house didn't have vodazara, Presumably, there could have been someone in Israel who didn't have avarizara. So certainly, he says it, 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 it's obvious. It's, it, it doesn't even need to be proven. He says it's, it, it's beyond obvious that there's no isser to Davin in a house that happens to be in a city of Avodah but the house itself doesn't have Avodah I wasn't sure, I'm not so sure if this is true, if this is really so obvious or not, because the Truma Adeshen, his final line, is that, anyway, he says, we have to compromise this halacha, because he says, all of our Tfilos, Tumas Edeshin's language is, brought by the poskim, haidna cult filo shalanu hein bai yaros to evos vigilulum. All of our are in cities that are full of idols. Surely all of their tfilos weren't in actually houses, actually in houses that had Avodazara. They had shuls, the shuls had no Avodazara in them. The Jews davened in their own houses, surely their own houses didn't have Avodazara in them, they didn't have crucifixes and, and icons and so on in their own houses and shuls. So when the Tumas Nation laments that unfortunately anyway, we, we can't follow this halacha rigorously, because all of our tfilos are in cities that are full of Avodah the implication seems to be that ideally... Even in your own house, even in your own shul, you shouldn't place a shul. You shouldn't daven even in your own house if it's a city, if it's a city that has it's full of avodazars. He seems to take the midrash at face value. That lachatchila, even in a city full of avodazars, you shouldn't daven, even if you're not in the same building as the avodazara. Okay, but the, that, that certainly seems to me to be the implication of the trumas of the adeshin. But the Leib Avram seems to think that it's pashut. It's uh, beyond uh, beyond uh, even. It's, it's beyond obvious. He says. That, that Moshe would not have had to leave the city as long as he found a house free of a in the city, he says, "Al <speaking> al sheim Shein Al-Karkach, <Hebrew> Whatever Moshe was doing, was not reflective of the normative halacha. Either because it was a fin-mishur Moshe simply had a more pious, higher standard than required by halacha, or Tfilah Moshe Rabbeinu was different from regular Tfilah. Moshe had a, a communion with God. This, Moshe was a man who spoke Pe'el pe with God, so Moshe had such a high level of fila, he wouldn't do it uh, in Mitzrayim. But that doesn't mean that a regular person is awesome. So based, so based on the midrash, he says the midrash does not cannot really be the source for a for the midrash cannot really be a source for a normative prohibition against davening and shul. First of all, the midrash implies it was only chafet; it was a matter of Moshe's personal personal preferences. And also, what Moshe did was far beyond what the halacha required. He claims. Therefore, whatever, therefore, whatever, whatever Moshe was doing, he says, cannot strictly speaking be a be, be an absolute precedent for our for our uh, for our halach. He goes on actually. He says that the he, he wants to suggest that, that 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 whether that that whether that, that whether that, that whether, whether, whether it's actually mutter or not, he says might might depend on a machlokus. Let me just look that up. I, I forget exactly how he says it, I did, I did not include this in the handouts, but he says that he suggests that whether you can whether you can he says it might be Tolyonamachlokis that says that Avodizar is considered like Nida, that, that it has the status of uh that, that, that it has the status of a Tuma like Nida, maybe since so, so, so maybe so maybe also it will be considered like like Tsoa, like other things you know, in Allah he says we don't ask him like that. So maybe this Midrash isn't is even accepted, the Halacha Bakhlal whether we accept this, this, stat- this halachic status of Odizara anyway, he said <inaudible> but Allah, Allah, we know, we, we can argue about the, what we think this Midrash means or doesn't mean Allah, Allah, we have the Truman Sedeshan, we have the Ramah that it is ideal not to daven there of Zarah, but that when push comes to shove if it's EF, Sherbenin, Acher, if you have no good alternative, you're allowed to daven in a lodging place of non-Jews, even though there's a Vodizara, and it's, it's even better to daven there than to daven on the road where you'll be disturbed by the Avrei Drach. So you see from that, that again, you see from from the Truman Sedation also, on the one hand you see that it's not ideal, on the other hand you see that Meikra din it's okay, because Meikra din if if that's the best alternative, you can do it. He brings the Shla the Shla says something similar. The Shla, I always point out is a fascinating work, I I can't say I'm so familiar with it, but the Shla was uh, the Shnei Luchas HaBris, or Bishaya Levi Horowitz. On the one hand, it was a work of Kabbalah, and of Musar, a Mishnas Hasidim, it's full of piety, and uh and, and, and practices of Hasidim or Hasidim in the classic sense. On the other hand, the shla also was a great halachist. The shla was, was considered a great posik, and, and, his, and his, his, his comments are often quoted by the Poskin, Baganav and later Poskim. So, so the shla was a, it's a little difficult sometimes to untangle, especially in a case like this, where this, this, this idea of not davening nerevo de zara exists somewhere on the borderline between halacha and between uh, ideal and recommended practice. The shla writes as follows, Alcaine also going on this midrash, going on the end of Parshish Vayera, going on the midrash. She says, therefore, in consequence of the midrash, <laughs> those who travel and take, and take lodging in the, in the homes in the houses of non Jews, which are full of gilulim, therefore it is better to daven on the road, at least where the place is clean and free of avodah and free of everything, free of Tsoa, free of all the things that you can't daven there even though you're going to have to sit. He adds another point that the, even if you have to sit, it's better to sit, than to, it's better to daven sitting, even though standing is ideal, better to do that than to daven near Avodah Mavur <inaudible> Mevur yeah? kolzeh, a person, yes, should avoid Avodah The lenient l'chatechila, even on Moshe, we said my Moshe was only Chafetz, my Moshe only had a preference, Moshe was a different kind of davening, Moshe was a phimishur, a sadin. Moshe was leaving the whole Mitzrayim, but at the end of the day, the postkim are willing to derive from Moshe, to derive from the Midrash, that <coughs> even us, e- even our davening, which is not as exalted as Moshe, we really should try to avoid davening near Avodazara. but Pediyev, Pediyev, not cult Philo sholanu, he brings that line, cult Philo are are anyway in cities full of Avodazara. This is the line I brought before to say that I don't understand, his assumption is it's only us who are in the house of Avodazara. yet the Truman Sondation says, all of our filos suffer from this problem, so I'm not sure not sure what he means, but anyway, so we have we have the Truman Sedession telling you that 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 it's on the it's better to do it's better to daven near an than to daven where you'll we'll be disturbed. On the other hand, we have the Shla telling you that it that 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 it's better to daven sitting down. That's not as bad as being disturbed. Apparently, better to daven sitting down than 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 davening in the lodging with avodizara. So we have we have a hierarchy of preferences all these things ideally a person should daven standing up ideally a person should daven should daven where he won't be distracted ideally a person should daven away from a dazara but if you have to choose so assuming that the shlaya and the trumadheshan are consistent and the hierarchy is the most important thing is the most important thing is not to be not to be disturbed the second thing is a vodizara, and the third thing is to is, is to sit down if a person it's better to sit down than to avoid a dazara but it's better to but but it's better to suffer the vodizara than to daven where you'll be distracted Sezilev Avram, bottom line, getting back to our hospital case. Patients who are bedridden, I guess he means they can't just walk around and go somewhere where there's no crucifix. For them, it's difficult, it's a shasad that they, they don't have complete control, they can't just go wherever they want. sham They certainly are permitted to daven there. As per the chayadim, they should turn their face away, Turn again, they can't get out of bed, they can't just turn the whole body around necessarily, at least turn their face, if they can, away from the Avodah Zarah, as the says, even if that means davening not toward the Mizrach, wherever, wherever, wherever we are, even if we're davening under less than, than perfect uh, technical conditions, at the end of the day, we hope Hashem will answer us wherever we pray to Him from. Similar tshuva in the Sefer Chelek Levi. The Sefer Chelek Levi is written by uh, written by a man named Rabbi Palak. I don't know much about him, as I said before. The Sefer, the, the sefer is uh, Rabbi Menachem Palak, published in, uh, in the first third of the last century, Tufresh studied Daled in 1934, it's a pre 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 war Europe in Mishkult. So he also deals with the hospital question. Nishalti says Leavavram said he was asked this question many times. He was at the Chelik Levy He was asked this question at least once. He's bedridden. He's he's sick. He's 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 seriously ill. <coughs> he's bedridden in the hospital. The base the In the room in which he's in which he's lying, there is Navodazar. It's allowed to put on tefillin and to daven. Says the Chelek levi. So when it comes to Tsoa, when it comes to excrement, which you have to avoid during davening, the share is daladamos and Daladamus, even if it's behind you and below ainab Milafanov, You can see it no matter how far away it is. It's usher bayit lavi So throughout the house would be a problem. That's what he says. Loh, amos, he brings up this a about whether we count the whole house as four amos or not. He says, "What about avodizara? Is avodizara considered like tsoa or not? Is there a din of of, of, of minimum distance from avodizara? We have a Rashi. He says, Rashi Pashas v'aira. It says, 'You cannot daven where there's avodizara.' However, he says, even if even if even if at first blush the midrash seems to be telling us that you cannot daven that you cannot daven near avodizara, he says, but lenegedzeh we have the Magen Avram, the Truma and the Ramah. That if a person has no choice, he has no other option, davening on the road is not is not possible because he'll be disturbed. Then he could daven. Then, then, then he may daven uh, in the. Then he may in the lodging, even though there's a zara there. So again, as Leif Avram said, you see that it's not an absolute uh, an absolute uh, disqualification of tefillah. You see that if in, in the worst case scenario, if there's no choice, you are allowed to daven with a zara. And then he says, "Well, niastaiti." In my opinion, he says there are many arguments from different Chazals, from different Gemaras, that it is indeed muter Adin to daven neirav He proceeds to bring several Gemaras that indicate that a person is allowed to daven neirav He says the. He brings he brings what one Gemara. The Gemara says that Mordechai, in the time of the Megillah, Mordechai was, was wrapped in his talus and davening. Haman came by and. Uh, and, and he waited for Mordechai till, till he till he was finished davening to engage him in conversation, and uh, and, uh, and, and and the Gemara says that uh, and he brings another Gemara. The Gemara in says that, that Haman himself was Navar or, or that Haman himself was Navar Zara. So how can Mordechai daven uh, when Haman was next to him? He should have had to stop davening. Like if Haman would have brought in Soa, he would have had to stop davening. Exactly, daven near Haman. He brings another another famous thing. The Gemara in says Rabbi Gamliel was was bathing in a merchat Aphrodite, in a bathhouse uh, d- dedicated to Aphrodite, the, the Greek uh, Venus, the goddess of love. So, shalom in echad. So a man, a sectarian, a troublemaker, asked him, why are you, uh, you're, you're a religious guy, you're a from Jew, well, you know, me, I'm a min, but you, you know, what are you doing here? You're a hypocrite, I guess. He said, you know, how, how can you partake in the waters, the waters that are sacred to the goddess Aphrodite? Amarlo I can't talk to you. I can't have a a, a discussion of Torah with you because I'm in a So, so I can't. Uh, we can't have this conversation here. When he left the Merchatz, he says he gave a famous answer. He said, "Anilo basi hiba Bigvuli. The exactly what this answer means is a topic for another day. But he was saying that you know, if the Merchats was built initially and it was, uh, it was, an, it was an Aphrodite Merchats, they wouldn't be allowed to use it. But this is my Merchats, the public Merchats. And she tried to take it over. They brought her in. She, she has no right uh, the, the Aphrodite can, can take the Merchats away from me. So, again, that's a topic for another day, what exactly that answer was. But on that discussion, the Gemara then asks, how could... Uh, how could... Uh, how could he even give the hurrah there in the base of America? How could he even tell a machine of Merkhat? How could he? How could he even say that much? I think the Gemara is asking in, in the base of So if you're going to say that, uh, if that, uh, that, if if you're going to say that a, near, a proximity of, of a vodizara has a status of uh of, tzoa, of a basic kise, he says, don't forget the base of He was near How How is he allowed to learn Torah, discuss Torah near Aphrodite in the first place? The Gemara's whole discussion revolves around the status of a base of The fact that he was near. Uh near, near Navodazar. Today, you know the Aphrodite is just a museum piece. Back then Aphrodite was worshipped. So how can you uh, how can he how can how can Lamar even how can he even contemplate discussing Torah near Aphrodite? He brings uh, he, he, bring, he he brings various other Gemaras and and so on and so forth. He says that okay, so he has various Gemaras that he proved to his satisfaction that technically speaking it might not be ideal, but it is mutter. It is mutter to, to, to daven, to learn Torah, to just get to talk and to talk to talk about Torah in the proximity of a vodazar. It's not treated it's not treated the same way for these halachas, as Tsoa, as excrement, and so on. Aye, what about the midrash that says Moshe wouldn't Daven in It's Moshe would Moshe would would insist on leaving the city before davening, because it was full of idols. That the there are different types of trila, precess kapayim, is a particularly intense and rarefied form of tefillah that has stricter standards than regular davening. This is similar to what the Lev Avram mentioned, that Lev suggested that Moshe's davening was different in general. The Chelek Levi says that Krizzos Kapayim is a special form of fila. We don't really do it today, but uh, with the Navi, the Navi talks about Uva uh, Frischem Kapeichem, Kapekhem, they used to be daven with Krizzos Kapayim, and that's a more intense kind of tefillah. As proof from this, he brings... He brings from the Bashem, the Chuvis Radvaz, that you are, that you are, uh, that, um, that, that, that you shouldn't be paris kapayim, neginavodazar. So he says, people will think you're being paris kapayim toward avodazar. So that's because it's a particularly demonstrative form of tefillah, and maybe it's a Marisayan kind of halachi, he says. So he says, an ordinary tefillah, he says, uh, maybe you don't have to be so worried, Moshe was not priestess kapayim. That's why he says, and that would also explain why Moshe didn't make the statement about leaving the city in the earlier makos, where he where he said he would daven for the removal of the makos tzardaya barad. Moshe also said his parah li atir lacha. He told Parah, I'm going to pray for you to get rid of the tzardim. So there, there he didn't say anything about going outside the city because there he wasn't doing priestess kapayim. He just said vayitzak vayatar, other types of fila. If there's no priestess kapayim, maybe it's mutter. If it's only when he was doing priestess kapayim that's when that's when it's odd. That's when it's a problem. Obviously that I mean that would be against the Trumasedeshan. Trumasadeshin explicitly says that we derive from Moshe that you should not uh dava Desar. So I'm not sure what he thinks he's doing disagreeing with the Truman Sedeshan and the Raman, all the early postkim, but he's pointing out that uh, on his reading of the Gemaras, there are other Gemaras which indicate that indicate that you're allowed to Davanir Navodasara, the, the midrash is not dispositive, and so on and so forth. And therefore and therefore he says. That the he brings a very interesting thing. He brings from the Sefer Be'er Yaakov that says that chasam, sofer, you cannot be Maharab, you cannot even think about Torah, even Yeravo de He says, and that's why he says, that's why we stopped speaking Hebrew. He says, that's why you know people wonder why we don't speak Hebrew. The Hebrew has had a revival today in Israel, but both among the religious and among the non religious. But uh, for, for hundreds of years in the Gola, Jews did not speak Hebrew, why not? He says because they went to Bavel and Bavel was full of was full of avodah and, uh, and you can't and you can't and you can't and they wouldn't speak Hebrew in in places of avodah Again, very hard to understand. How could they daven? How could they learn Torah? How could they do anything? It's again it's, it's, it's against the Magen Avram. Magen Avram says that it's, it's not ideal, but if there's no choice, then you do it. And, and all of our filos are in a place of avodah So to say that you can't speak Hebrew anymore because they have avodah around, he says, and. Uh, Furthermore, he says the whole thing is against uh, established halacha. He says, Afila <speaking in English> tinofes is you are allowed to speak Hebrew as long as you're not discussing Torah, even near tsoa, which is the Tsoah is the classic example of something you can't say Torah or Tfila near kriyat shma Torah. You can't say near. You can't learn Torah near tsoa. Every every parent has to know this. When his kids have tsoa, it can be a problem. And still, you're allowed to speak lashon kodesh. The Rabbi of Emden has a tshuva. They asked him, I quote this all the time, they asked Yaakov Emden, are you allowed to study Hebrew grammar in the bathroom? Today we treat Diktuk as a branch of Torah, a a, a less, uh, kind of a more obscure branch of Torah. Today we treat Hebrew grammar as Torah. They asked Yaakov Emden, is a person allowed to study Hebrew grammar in the bathroom? He said, in principle, yes, based on this din, you're allowed to speak Lush and Kurdish in the bathroom, and studying conjugations and tenses and gender and so on, that's, that's not Torah, that's Lush and Kodesh, it might be Lush and not Kodish. he said that's not Torah. Hebrew grammar is not Torah in theory. However, he says, in practice, how do we study Hebrew grammar with Ptsukim? All of our knowledge of Hebrew comes from, comes from Tanakh and comes from the, the Armaserah. So in practice, he says, studying Hebrew is, is, uh, in, is, ineluctably involves Torah. So in practice, he says, studying Hebrew grammar in the bathroom is problematic. But, but, but the halacha is clear. You're allowed to speak Hebrew as long as you're not uh, doing, discussing Torah or tefillah in the bathroom. Saying the word shalom is an issue because shalom is considered the name of Hashem, even though even, even, some people don't even write shalom on a piece of paper, they leave out the last letter. So the word shalom in particular is an issue. So you shouldn't say maybe Shabbat shalom in the bathroom. Okay, that's a question. But, the, but in general, you're allowed to speak Hebrew in the bathroom. So the Tsoh, So the, this this whole idea of the Beriako, that they wouldn't speak Hebrew and Golas, because of all the other desires, that's a pelat But I'll call upon him. So the the Khelech levi argues again. He, he's attacking this Beriako for going against the the magen I don't know why he's not worried that, that his Pshad and Moshe Rabbeinu that it's only limited. It's limited to prezes kapayim. I don't know why he doesn't think that's going against the truma Sedeshan. But uh, I'll call upon him. He says the bottom line is. That it's certainly ideal not to daven erev but it's not strictly usher. He reaches a conclusion which is similar to the life of Rome, but not really that far from the Truman Sedashin. He's agreeing the Tumim is right. Lachatgila, you should avoid doing it. and tami nearly, but in the case of the in the case of the bedridden hospital patients. She machole yuchalis hapeh for pana min. Min him if the person, ideally, if the person can turn his face, and preferably his body as well, some patients can, some patients can't, I guess, if he can actually turn away his face and body, his Vizpal, he should do so, and he should ideally pray even if he's stuck in the room, but at least not face the, not, not the Avodah That we saw goes back to the Chayadim already, and the Mishnah brur that ideally, even if a person is praying near an Avodah he shouldn't face in that direction. The Imlav, if he's unable to turn his Face and body, either he's just too sick to move, or I guess if there's a Vodazara in all the walls, so whatever direction he faces, he's going to be facing an Avodazara. Sim Lab, if he's unable to turn away from the Vodazara, another Eita, here here he has an, another important Chidah. She says, Yatsimeyna Vakoyas She closes his eyes at least, and Davin with eyes closed. What should a person do if he needs a siddur, if, if it's difficult for him to pray by heart, and they not have working Davin by heart? I'm not sure. If his, cho- if his choice is to, maybe he can put the siddur over his face and uh, block the, the sight of the Vodazara. But someone told me, Machabrus, I think, told me that Rav Schechter was once at a wedding, perhaps the officiating at a wedding, or and um, and he he, he was reciting the brachas, I think, and he and he asked for a siddur, and, uh, and he and he you and know, people were surprised or something you know, that he doesn't know the brachas by heart. Instead, he covered his whole face with a siddur, and he explained afterwards. He told people that there were there were people not dressed properly or whatever it was. He didn't want to just stare at the at the things he shouldn't be looking at. So while he was davening, while he was saying brachas, so we covered his face with the seder. So that's probably as good as closing your eyes. So I guess if you need the seder, maybe you can just bury your head in the seder. I'll call him. So he, he, he also comes out very similar to Leavavram and really the same, ultimately the same position as the Truma Adeshin. Ideally, one should avoid davening in a room with a Mikra didn't. It's okay if a person has no choice. It's okay. Ideally, again, if one is davening near an avodizara, ideally one should turn away. But uh, if you can't, if you can't even do that, then closing your eyes, and that is okay. In the Sefer, Sha'ar Metsuyanim Ba'halacha, he brings all these halachas briefly. He says, if a person is in a house of non-Jews, and they're, they're full of hohadezerah, so first we have the Truman Sedeshan, that uh, ideally you shouldn't daven there if you have a choice, but if you have no choice, you, can daven, you could daven there. And then he brings, from a couple of other chuvas, he brings from the Atichayim, that, that, that one I didn't have a chance to look up yet, and from this Chalek Levi, that's where I saw it, that harbim akomot b'shash, you are allowed to daven when necessary, near an avodah zara, certainly closing your eyes is sufficient. So again, that, 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 that's another important solution, that if a person can get away with closing his eyes, then that would be, then, uh, that, then that, 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 that would be ideal. And uh, that that would be ideal in that that would be the ideal thing to do, so the bottom line is that, yes, a, a person all else being equal, a person should avoid davening in a room with an Avadizar. whether a crucifix is strictly avadizar again that 's a topic for uh, longer discussion. but But all this talk in the Ashkenazi postkin who were worried about Avadizar, most likely that 's what they were worried about, and not little statues of Aphrodite or, or uh, Hindu gods, Vishnu or whatever, probably what they were mostly worried about were. Christian, uh, Christian religious symbols and icons. <coughs> so ideally, one should avoid davening there. The uh, if if there's no choice, you can daven there. One should avoid facing that direction. One should certainly avoid bowing down in that direction. But mikra din, it is okay. Uh, the, the The interesting question is, going back you know, full circle, going back to, to where to where we started, is this a reason not to use this hospital? to to prefer a different hospital. So certainly I would say if the care is is substantially better or more more appropriate in the hospital with the crucifix, I I would imagine that's a shah t'chak. Preserving life, even preserving health, is probably more important than, uh, probably enough to, I would would suspect is enough to override this preference against davening Nerva de You see, it's only, it's it's relatively, uh, relatively, you know, it can be set aside for other considerations, and that's not the most critical thing in the world. The question is, if I, if the if the medical care is roughly equivalent, but it's a little more convenient, it's uh, twenty minutes uh, closer drive from your house, you're you're you it, 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 or or you like the food better there, or you're just more comfortable there, but it's not, uh, or or maybe are those good reasons to, to 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 get to get again? If a person is going to be ambulatory and can can daven you know, with his nava dizarah, then then it's less of an issue. But if a person knows he'll be stuck, he'll be in bed, he'll have to daven in bed near a crucifix, so then it's a uh, then it's, it's, it's a real question. He had a way. that preference. Had to weigh that preference against the against whatever other considerations are. Short of dangers to, short short, short of dangers to actual to actual life. Rabbi Dov Linzer of Chavat Torah has a, a long, interesting discussion. He actually discusses Holy Cross Hospital with crucifixes. He has a long. He has, a, he has a very good discussion of what uh, of um, what to do in such a case. How to how to weigh these considerations. He gets into the question of whether Christianity is a vodizara or not, and uh, he, he says, you know, he, he says, "Can you pray? Can you pray in the in, in the room in the room with a cross?" He says that the in Yardea, the postkims do say the cross is only a symbol; it's not a vodizara for tefillah. It could be you still shouldn't do that. He says that seems to be the assumption of the the, the, the assumption of the postkim. He brings he brings Leva, Vral, He brings what the postkim say that 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 I that if you have no choice, you can daven. It's, you can certainly daven in such a room. If possible, the cross should be removed or covered. But uh, he discusses what about brachas? Can you make brachas in the room? Uh, is is are brachas treated the same as Tzvila in this purpose? And uh, that's what he says. He says that you know pretty much the same as all these other poskim that the, that lechatchila like, person should avoid the crucifix. Not the end of the world if you're if you're stuck. If you're stuck, you can daven. Uh, if, if you're stuck, you stuck you can daven there. Uh, presumably, if they're willing to take away the crucifix, the, it should be removed or covered. Covered is something we didn't discuss. In, in the various chuvas I saw tonight, the Lev Avram, the Truma Sedeshan, the, the, the various postkim, none of them that I saw mentioned covered. The, the, the comparison to tzoa, to excrement, their covering can help if it's not, uh, if you don't smell it. So I'm not sure if any of these, I haven't had a chance to see all the chuvahs on this topic yet. It's possible that, I don't know if any of them discuss covering. Rabbi Linzer and others mentioned the possibility that covering, that, that covering helps. I'm not sure exactly where that comes from. But again, the bottom line, the, the, the various post-community we've discussed are in, are in general agreement. It's, it's not ideal to dive in a room with a crucifix. It's uh, not asermik or, or adin. If there's no choice, you can do it. You should at least turn away. Don't bow in that direction. The, what, I, what I'm not sure about, as I said, what, what I think is, uh, is an interesting question for further consideration is how, how, how bad is it? If a person has another hospital, as is often the case, how how much weight should you place on this consideration on this on this issue of dominating in a room with a crucifix? How much should that factor into your decision of where to seek medical care? That's a question I'm not quite sure about.